To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. And finally, Texas police have helped foil a jailbreak by a herd of goats. Bear with me, bear with me. The goats were put to work in the city of Arlington clearing clearing underbrush in a park to reduce fire danger, which is actually very clever. But a few of them apparently weren't too keen on the job and they took off down the road. So the local police were called in to round the goats up. And from the sounds of it, it's not a call they ever expected to get. I didn't know we had goats. Who knew we were goat wranglers now? This is is the most insane thing I've ever... Come on, goats! Clapping his hands at the goats as well. The operation was a success and the goats were put back to work. <laughs> That's what you do with children, eh? You're like, come on, Aggie, come on, come on. Do you reckon it works with goats? Probably not. Dan Mitchinson, US correspondent with us. Hey, Dan. We've got herds like that oh, literally nice. a mile from where I am. Is that right? They, they move around the area through the summer. And I'll tell you, they are wonderful for doing that kind of stuff and getting the the, the weeds and all the grass uh, out of the area because we're in such a high uh, fire area around I mean, that's here, such so. a smart way to do things, eh, the natural yeah. way. Now, Dan, listen, um, both of them, Biden and Donald Trump, have won the Michigan primaries, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, right now uh, they're still adding up a few things, but uh, basically everybody's calling that that uh, President Trump has run the uh, won the Republican primary right now. It looks like he has about sixty seven percent. Nikki Haley has twenty eight. Joe Biden's got about eighty percent, and uh, I mean uncommitted uh, is is the next runner up at fourteen percent. Marianne Williamson, who was also on the ballot, has less than three percent. So I don't think this was a big surprise. Uh, I think we're just uh, you know one step closer to seeing these two go head to head in November again. Now. What do you make of Biden saying that there's a ceasefire deal that he's expecting to be stitched up by Monday, but everybody who's involved in this is saying, nah, 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 cool your jets? I think you are right. An Israeli official told CNN just a short time ago that uh, Israel was surprised that Biden uh, used uh, the word ceasefire on on uh, yesterday when he was asked about this while he was out getting ice cream which was kind of a very strange moment yeah. as as well it almost looked like he was just saying it off the cuff and was very optimistic about it and he said by next monday everything's going to be you know tied up and ready to go but um you know officials in israel and from hamas have both said that's probably a little bit too optimistic. I mean, there's still a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff to take care of. Now, Hamas has reportedly backed off on some of the key demands for negotiations, so maybe that's where Mr. Biden was coming from. But again, you know, you don't want to, on something like this, you don't want to speak before you've got everything sort of tied up and ready to go and announce. Dan, I mean, this is serious stuff, right? This is not just, you know, forgetting when your son died. This is a serious mistake if he gets this wrong. So if he's proven wrong, how damaging is this to him? I wish I could say, Heather, and I could give you any kind of answer, but I, I honestly don't know at this point in time because it doesn't seem like no matter it seems like no matter what Biden does, he is still going to be going forward as the as the Democratic candidate. It doesn't seem like whatever Trump does or says or doesn't say or calls his wife by another name that that anybody else is you know going to back down. At least they're key supporters right now. I mean, this is just. This is just a head scratcher of an uh, of an election going forward to and it, you and you can't you know I was just talking to a colleague today and I said you can't really blame the candidates because they're running for this this is something they want to do you have to blame the public for them uh, for for getting these two people to where they are right now and not not having a louder voice I think Yeah fair enough okay now tell me why the Kellogg CEO is in trouble 
Well, he said he was, they were talking about grocery prices on, on one of the financial networks over here and how food takes up something like 11, 12 percent of our disposable income right now, which I think is a little on the light side, the conservative side, when you figure how expensive prices are. But he said we should eat cereal for dinner as a cost cutting move. And for some reason, that clip has taken off and become viral. And he's getting backlash for the comment. Mm-hmm. And one person wrote greedflation is forcing families to make choices like eating cereal for dinner or save money. Well, I can't speak for everybody else. I've, I've had cereal for dinner on nights where you just don't feel like cooking. But You, you are a man after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife's done the same thing on occasion, but you look at the cost of cereal today, and it's not cheap. I mean, you're going, yeah. sometimes it's 8 nine, $10 a box yeah. for cereal. So that's just another sign of inflation. <laughs> but I think this has sort of been taken out of proportion, and I would almost say it would be a slow news cycle if it wasn't for everything else maybe, that was going on. Maybe, Dan, but I think it's got a bit of a vibe of let them eat cake about it. So I can sort of see why people well, got it. But- that's what... I think you're right. I think a lot of people are saying this guy would never have cereal for breakfast that's and he's right. ahead of the company. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Dan, listen, thanks for talking to us. Appreciate it. It's Dan Mitchinson, our US correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.